Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Well, once again, we'll uh, settle down here in the cockpit of the good ship New Jersey 101.5. See, <laughs> so can we get this big thing off the ground? I'm Jim Gerhardt, of course, along with Bob Williams. You know, it, it uh, just right off the bat, it's raining today. We're recording this. Well, right. it doesn't matter when we did it. It's probably going to be raining in New Jersey. I've never heard of anything like this. I was talking to uh, Dan Zero, our weatherman, this morning. Mm-hmm. Do you realize last year, 2018, it rained 182 days, and there were exactly 182 days on which it didn't rain. <laughs> Half the year. That's incredible. It rained. Wow. Now, what I'm going to throw out here, and I think people interested can look this up, go back to the year 1310 in Northern Europe. Okay. It started raining. Okay. It rained for about 10 years. No kidding. Because all this talk about global warming and climate change, possibility. This goes back to this so-called little ice age, but this was before that. It rained, and it rained, and it rained. Now, this reminds me, 1310, the Black Plague, the Blue Black Plague, hit in 1340 in England. So between 1310 and then, it rained so much, the crops were just about wiped out. And the animals, of course, could not survive. The flocks of edibles, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because there was nothing to feed them. People were suffering from malnutrition, and the plague hit. (laughs) And this is why a quarter of the population or more of Europe got wiped out, because people had no resistance to the plague. If it came back today, probably it wouldn't be that bad. But, uh, you know, let's hope. <laughs> let's hope. <laughs> but I, I hope we don't have a, a repeat of that, that yes. ridiculous time of rain. Uh, what I wanted to bring up, this is uh, you and I uh, have gone to the same uh, ophthalmologist. Wonderful person. Dr. Michael Wong mm-hmm. is with the Princeton Eye Group, and this yep. is not a commercial. We used to talk about it on the air a lot, too. You had LASIK. Mm-hmm. I had the LASIK correction, yes. Yeah. So mine was went a little bit beyond that. I had glaucoma, which is a gift from your mother. This is how it's yeah. passed on. And I know my mother, uh, when she got along in a few years, she was doing like six or so eye drops a day. Well, I, Dr. Wong came up with a procedure. Don't know what, oh, I, I, there's a name for it, but I would never learn it. Sounds like some Welch family name, which is 150 syllables okay. long. But uh, and he did this. He did uh, a cataract removal and this procedure. Well, I, I guess technically I have glaucoma, but I have no symptoms of it anymore, mm-hmm. except one t- occasionally the pressure will go up a little bit. So I go back, and Dr. Wong takes a look, and he gives me a prescription for an eye drop, one. And so I use that for probably a year. Pressure's normal. Optic nerve is great. No signs of any sort of glaucoma or vision problem. Right. Matter of fact, he says it's absolutely amazing. In 15 years, my vision has not changed a whit. Mm-hmm. So uh, the point is, I trotted over. I needed a prescription refill. I trotted over to the pharmacy. Now, normally, uh, well, I may as well be specific. It doesn't hurt. Normally, my copay with the uh, uh, prescription insurance I have is $11 mm-hmm. for a month's supply. So I go in this time, and suddenly it's $33 for the same thing. Now, I said, why did it go up? Now, the answer from the pharmacist is, well, it's at first of the year, pharmaceutical companies all raise their prices. (laughs) 
Some, yeah, well, some, sometimes that does happen. I well, mean, I don't know if that has to do with the copay. Or, I mean, well, you have to hit a deductible. I don't know if that's the, the case here. I, well, I have no idea what it is, but the point is it went up. Yeah. And according to them, well, they implied that everybody's is probably going up for mm-hmm. everything. Now, this, these eye drops have been in their refrigerator maybe since the Vietnam War, <laughs> possibly the Spanish-American War. I don't know. But, but the price triples. <laughs> I don't know. It, well, I've mentioned this before. Remember the case with the EpiPens? Yes. Uh, this unspeakable person who was the head of the pharmaceutical company. EpiPens, for people who go into anaphylactic shock very easily from allergies, it's very important. You have to carry one around. You, you right. I think you have. Did you have an allergy? Uh, or, a while or, ago, I did. But uh, you're okay uh, now. Yeah, but, but anyway, you have yeah. to carry this around mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. And so what they did, they raised the price, what, 15, 20 times? Crazy. Because they could. And some kid running the pharmaceutical company mm. who had absolutely no sense of morality, whatever. Man. So, and now the next one was that the drug, and I don't know the name of the drug, of course, but this was very recent. You may have read about this. The uh, They raised the price on a drug that was life-sustaining drug, many multiples. And the head of the pharmaceutical company was said, hey, what are you doing? I mean, this is urgent. People can die who can't afford this. And his answer, the president of the pharmaceutical company, was people dying. That's not my concern. My job is to make money. He just never connected the two. Uh, and it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how, how long are people going to put up with this sort of a thing. Here you got a government. Remember the old thing they used to say, well, if you can put a man on the moon, why can't you cure the common cold? Yeah. Well, why can't they rein in some of the enormous cost of health care, everything going up? Veterinary care is absurd. Yes. Because they found out they can do it. And people sit and say, well, what, what can I do? I've got to do it. Yeah. And so, a lot of people do not pay uh, for the health, for the pet insurance. Well, you don't have pet, you know, do you have pet insurance? No, I don't. I looked into it. Here's a puppy, one puppy, uh, six months old. And I went on and went to the website of the company, and they said, how much, uh, you know, for coverage? $89.99 a month? That's a lot. Well, <laughs> really? <laughs> well, it is for me, <laughs> for, for those of us who aren't that's gainfully employed anymore. Yeah, yeah, that, absolutely. That's a heck of a lot of money. And, and so the, yeah. you know, everything is completely out of hand. So uh, this is the only country, th- they say... Much of the cost that they add to prescriptions, pharmaceuticals, is that the cost of the marketing, Mm -hmm. large percentage cost of the marketing. You take off the cost of marketing, then we're getting drugs for like uh, legendarily the Canadians do or people in other countries. Only two countries in the world will allow advertising by pharmaceuticals or forced pharmaceuticals or any kind of health equipment, the the physical, you know, equipment and everything. Uh, this country, and I believe it's New Zealand, mm-hmm. but I'll bet you they don't let it run away like it does here. Yeah. This is absolutely yep. absurd. It's out of control. And so you say also, okay, if they put a man on the moon, why can't you stop robocalls? <laughs> Good point. Really? Why not? Yeah. Uh, or do something about it or rein it in. Or why can't you stop the unlimited distribution of drugs that kill people? Do you know in New Jersey, I read this morning, in New Jersey, there were 3,000 deaths, overdose deaths, 3,000 in New Jersey last year. 
there and and they just keep on hustling these uh, these drugs these starter drugs and uh, 60 minutes did a piece a couple of months ago did you get to see that i did yeah uh, amazing mm-hmm. the government is complicit in the murder of 3000 people or more and nationwide of course multiply that by the number of states the government is complicit in it because the government had had whether it's uh, uh, some kind of a directive from the drug administration or whether it was uh, legislated i don't know but they actually stopped the drug enforcement people from investigating and and pursuing and prosecuting distribution of these drugs like what the little town in west virginia is the classic 600 people population with yeah. 20 or, or what, two million <laughs> oxycontin pills were sold God. there. And, and so when the government tries to stop it, the distribution of it, the, gov- uh, the, uh, the, the, the existing organizations, the government steps in and stops them from doing it. Why? Well, guess who gives a whole hell of a lot of money to political campaigns? It's the only reason, it's the only plausible reason. Yeah. Only plausible reason is that you get anything you want. I think if they came into this government in Washington, the way it is, these clowns who are, who are running it, and you came in and you said, uh, okay, now here's, here's something we want to sell, we want to put on the market. Uh, it's going to kill half the population, but it's going to you know, be good for us and we can do research and we can prove jobs. No. Uh, I think they go along with that. In return, in return for that, we're going to give you so much money to uh, to get reelected because reelection is the number one priority. Anyway, I go on and on, but that that rather burned me up because everything is getting to be like that. Why in the world do people stand for a government who seemingly will not lift its hand to help them? Why aren't people saying? But what do Americans do in the face of these abuses? Americans sit there and look back and say, Come on, people, get off your butts, for God's sake. Look, now, now, I don't advocate this kind of behavior. Look what happened in France. They threatened to raise the price of gasoline, the gasoline tax. We've done that several times in New Jersey. Right, they're rioting in the streets. They're damn near tearing the city of Paris down, rioting in the streets. I don't advocate rioting in the streets. But say something, yeah. because the only way nowadays, and it's tragic, uh, and this started, I guess we learned this back in the, the uh, civil rights movement and the like, and people learned the only way to get government to respond to anything other than a bribe is to get in their face and yell and be threatening. Uh, then you get their attention. So I, it's 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 bad situation yeah. that you're in, and you're being taken right down the primrose path here. To uh, uh, where it goes, it, it, it can't end well because it is totally out of hand. And you wonder, can democracy survive capitalism? For a while, it can. It was great. It's wonderful. But it's gotten to the point now that it is absurd. Everything is greed. I, uh, I don't know about you, Bob, or about other people, but I have completely hesitated to pursue any kind of health care because I sit there and I know, how do I know I need this? 
Right. How and, am I going to know? Right. Who's in whose pocket to, yeah. to tell you that you need this procedure or and this the, medication? The, uh, the, the, the doctors, the physicians are all joining these uh, what organizations, systems, and the system, its first agenda thing is profit. Hmm. Uh, and so it's everything is set up based on creating profit, whether you need it or not. Millions of tests, you know, mm-hmm. and the pharmaceuticals who are spending, what is it? Uh, I, I saw the number of the millions of dollars the pharmaceutical companies spend on promotion and how successful it is by buying doctors' yes. endorsements and spreading. Nice. I think we've talked about this before. i got to stop. <laughs> i got to go down the hall and pour cold water on myself. <laughs> so uh, anyway, it's, it's uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's go down and get the cold water. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jim Gerhardt. Again, I'd like to tell you something about Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage. Now, Rob guarantees to sell your home at a price and a deadline that you agree to or he will buy it. And there's no risk to you because he'll let you out of that contract anytime. Now, just imagine this. The stress of going through a wedding, moving to a new house, having a whole change of life, still not being able to sell the house, then deal with two mortgages at the same time. That's what a lady named Marina of North Plainfield was going through. Just married, just moved. Her old house was on the market six months with another agent, no activity. So what do you do? Well, you talk to Rob Dukansky. Rob sat down with Marina, came up with a marketing plan, matched the home with his database of buyers, and bam, over 100 showings. So call the official real estate agent of 101.5, and the only agent I would think of calling if I needed to sell my home, Rob Dukansky, 855-350-1015, 855-350-1015, or online at robsellsnj.com. Talk to Rob and start packing. So it looks like, by all accounts, the Sears Corporation may be liquidated this week. Have you heard about that? No, I guess they liquidated Roebuck. Yeah, a while ago. ago. Yeah, <laughs> but so there's only one left. Doesn't look good. So it, it, uh, by all accounts, the uh, the bid by the former CEO to to bail out the corporation is uh, going to be rejected, mm-hmm. and it looks like uh, we may be saying goodbye to Sears for for good. Well, that's been a tradition that's been around for yeah. oh, God knows how many years, 100 years, I would imagine, or more yeah. than that. Really. Raise your hand if you haven't uh, yeah. owned a, a Sears product Well, over what the are years? people with outhouses going to do if they don't get the catalog anymore? <laughs> that, that's my, that was my first response. That's true, right. Huh. Gosh, that was, that was a major, that was the I, original. I would suggest you get, <laughs> subscribe to the congressional record. <laughs> it would serve the same purpose, <laughs> very appropriately, I think. Yeah, so. Uh, well, you got, and you wonder why some of these other places stay in business, but many of them are closing. I guess the the business models they 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 didn't roll with the times and they didn't keep up with the competition mm-hmm. and and they get steamrolled. Yeah, I don't. Uh, oh, you know, I, I I didn't know that because I hadn't really paid that much attention to it. But I did notice the fact that Craftsman, which had been this great tool yeah. label that they had mm-hmm. at Sears, had moved to uh, yeah. They sold that off to, to Lowe's. To Lowe's. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want Craftsman tools, but you can still get them at Lowe's. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll see how much longer. What was the reason given? Obviously, the reason is loss I, I of guess money. I, but, I, I uh, guess, yeah, I mean, loss mm-hmm. of money. Um, well, why didn't they do what Target did in these places and say, hey, let's make this place more attractive, widen the aisles, you know, right. and everything, and the service, more checkout I things. Th- I think it came too late for them. They yeah. just, uh, the, the times passed them by. Also, I think uh, several years ago, remember when they bought the, the Kmart Corporation? Yeah. And they took on all of that debt. From Kmart, that really just and bogged they came down with the a entire. terrible advertising campaign with Rosie O'Donnell saying something about Big K. 
Yeah, something it, it like that. It didn't work. It was embarrassing. It yeah. was so bad. So just uh, too much debt and probably yeah. just uh, yeah. not enough changing times and keeping up. Well, times they are changing. Talk about the past. I want to talk for a second about the future because we'll have something coming up. Uh, I think next week we'll talk with Mike Strisky, my mm-hmm. friend, who is the, one of the developers of uh, solar power, oh. really, and uh, hydrogen He's uh, a fuel. Ma- he's a maverick on on that front. Well, it's it's gotten beyond the maverick point now, back into what could be a mainstream because everything is here. All the ingredients are here that we get all of our power from the sun, essentially. And what is stopping it? We talk about the fuel cell cars. You know, Toyota's into it. They have cars out. They're simply waiting for some kind of an infrastructure yeah. for refueling. Uh, and it it's actually it's it's so much improved over the fossil fuel. Uh, use for power. Now, the problem is that you have a huge infrastructure based on the fossil fuels. And if they suddenly stopped one day, it would be you know, catastrophic to, yeah. to, the, to the market anyway, because look at all the people out of work. Yeah. It, it's like, uh, unhappily, if we won the war on drugs, there'd probably be an economic collapse in the country because they have used that so much to shore up the economy yeah. with, with, the, with the money, the employment, and the like. But now what I wanted to tell you and point out to you, there is an opportunity. I was talking with Mike Strisky. There is an opportunity now for young people. You don't have to be that young, but essentially he's looking for interns to come in and work him, and he will train in this industry. Now, if somebody had said to you 30, 40, I don't know when, it would be 30 years ago or so, that uh, Bill Gates is looking for interns. Or Steve Jobs is looking for interns. And what they want is young people to come in, and they'll teach them about this thing that's called a computer, which we think is going to be big. (laughs) Well, look at the advantage there. Now, that would be the number two biggest draw, I think, to get the attention of young people in America, college students. Number two would be you could make a pile of money if you went on the ground floor. Number one is you want to be a rock star. That's another matter. That's limited. But throw that out. And let's say that you could get into a career that would be very, very rewarding. Sounds like it could be revolutionary. It, well, it is. It is revolutionary. But it, again, it's not like this is something that might happen. This is something that's here. You can be trained in it. You could get from uh, certain colleges in New Jersey. You can get credit for it. And you can become an intern. Or if you know a, a, a young person who might want to get in on the ground floor of what is going to be the energy industry in the future and it won't be that long away so what you do please get in touch with my go to hydrogenhouseproject.org got it hydrogenhouseproject.org and you'll get all the information and you can sign up for this this is a wonderful opportunity man i tell you if i were a hundred years younger i would be clawing at the gates Mm. And and, the, and the, oh, oh, and this is in New Jersey. You don't right, have to that, go anywhere. That, right, that's what I was just this say. is uh, Mike uh, is is uh, his establishment is in Central New Jersey, so you you would not have any traveling. Mm. So again, go to hydrogenhouseproject.org and find out about that. It's a wonderful opportunity. Right. And hopefully, we'll have uh, Mike on the show. Uh, hopefully we'll get next Mike week. on yeah. next week. Yeah. Mike travels between here and California, and so uh, you know he's. But I think we tried to pin him down for next week. 
Okay, what else is going on here in the great garden state? Oh, the governor. We haven't talked about we the We haven't governor. talked about the governor you yet. you got to nope. talk about the governor. In New Jersey, you can't let an opportunity go yes. by without talking about the governor, whose name, I believe, is Murphy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think, uh, <laughs> and I guess it depends on where you are, he is to some extent a victim of this dog pile on the rabbit syndrome right now, at least in some quarters. Not mentioning any names, Dennis, but uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, the, the the dog pile on the rabbit syndrome. I know a little bit about that because I was once in on it, but it didn't dawn on me for years. And this is, of course, the anti-Trump movement. Everybody has to come up to get attention and to sort of be in with your peers. You have to be constantly condemning the president. Oh, today. Uh, this is a Tuesday. When you hear this, it'll be later, and you'll know what he said. Uh, they tell me that the president is going to make a speech on, yes. uh, well, television tonight. Mm-hmm. And he is going to speak tonight. And already, before he has said a word, uh, the Democrats are complaining. They are saying that we have to have a, re- a rebuttal. We want equal time. See, we don't, we don't know what he's going to say. Nobody has any idea. But they say, well, the president's going to speak. Now, this is a quote from, uh, what, Nancy Pelosi and, and, and Schumer. Uh, yeah, Chucky. Yeah. And in a joint statement, they have to make a speech because the president's speech will be filled with malice and misinformation. <laughs> he hasn't even said a word yet. How do you know? Maybe he's going to resign. Oh, what, what do you know? <laughs> but uh, that's, that's already, you know, before things actually happen. God. Uh, have you so, ever but heard, the dog you, pile on the rabbit? Yeah. And, I, I, I was going to say, have you ever heard of uh, the the opposition party wanting equal time for a presidential address? I mean, yeah, the well, the State of the Union, but uh, I mean, really, for a for a presidential address to the nation, I, I think it's probably precedented because remember the presidents used to do all Saturday morning little five minute bits, and it was always followed by the other party. Yes, right, but right. you see what we we are in the twenty twenty election campaign right now. Yeah. No doubt about it. The main thrust of the Democratic Party is to discredit and undercut the popularity and the effectiveness of Donald yeah. Trump. So they try to thwart everything, even positive things that I'm sure many of them believe in, the Democrats, but they have to try to thwart that so that when it comes to election time, uh, their candidate can call it a failed administration, although they're the ones that made it fail. But this is the way politics works. What what happened to opposition party civility? What what happened to the days of of Tip O'Neill with with Reagan and uh, Bob Dole when he worked with Bill Clinton? It's gone. It's a tradition. It's gone. That's not the way the the game is played right now. Uh, It's an entirely different game. So another thing that's interesting to me, this country used to pride itself on political maturity. And I used to hear that, well, you know, you're not going to have any problem here or there, and the parties are going to work together, because we are politically mature. And that means if we elect somebody, we will be patient enough, even if we don't like the way it goes and we're disappointed. If we elect somebody, we will live with it until the next election. At the time, at one time, South America, certain South American countries in a presidential election would have four vice presidents, hmm. because it was a good chance that they'd start getting knocked off. <laughs> you know, one, then he, the vice president, then another. At least one honest, left. honest to goodness, this happened in a few of the, the, uh, the smaller South American countries. So that was used as a basis to pat ourselves on the back for our political maturity. Nothing like that would ever happen in this country. 
because we come out of the English system. There's a great deal of history and maturity in the democratic process, but that's gone. There's no civility left. And there is certainly, it's very juvenile, very uh, infantile, almost the way this particular game is being played. But back to the governor. The the governor, Murphy, uh, a couple of stories, and one says that he is slacking off on the state becoming a sanctuary state. Oh, really? Uh, Well, this is what one of the stories this morning had, had, Hmm. I I think, on nj1015.com. That uh, he's not as, as, as forceful on that as he was. Uh, and, you know, I, <laughs> I was thinking, why not make it a sanctuary? It already is a sanctuary state. What are we doing? We'd, we'd just be sort of sanctifying yeah. what's going on. They're not going anywhere. What was the stat you were telling me before we, we went on with this? The stat that is going on here that I had is... Uh, from an immigration reform group. And the immigration reform group said that there are, I think it's 2.1, the cost of illegal immigration. This is people who are in the state of New Jersey. Well, first of all, the staggering statistics, the article said that there are 480,000 people in New Jersey illegally. That's almost a tenth of the population. That's crazy. We got, what, about 7 million total in the state? I think 7 million total in the state, and if you got... uh, (laughs) <laughs> almost a million oh my in the country illegally, goodness. what are you going to do? So they're here. Uh, so the uh, cost to of this was estimated by the immigration group to be $2.1 billion a year. And this would be in health care and education and incarceration. They're the three that they gave. It's not my idea. That That's what was the statistics said. Now, that comes down to $800 taxes per person. for every head of household or individual oh, taxpayer yeah. in the state. And that's where it stands right now. The other thing is, now, I think the push is on for giving driver's license to people who are in the country illegally. Hmm. According to a survey, and surveys, you've got to watch because they can cook these any way the surveyor Just wants. Them any way they want. Yeah. Now, for example, you came on with a survey and say, do you think it was right of Donald Trump to kick his dog? Yes or no? Well, first of all, that implies you have to agree that he kicked his dog one way or the other. Yeah. I'm not even going to get into abused his children. <laughs> things, but <laughs> you, you, you can cook these things. But according to this survey I saw this morning, Eighty percent of the people in New Jersey believe that they should give driver or some kind of driver's license to illegals. Now, why does the government want to do this? I don't know why people want to do it. Is their business? The survey may be wrong. The argument is, of course, well, this way they will all be honest. They will step forward. They'll give their real names. And so you can do a background check. They will buy insurance. Uh, They will register the cars illegally. Sure. Well, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and pigs will fly, mm. you know. But be that as it may, let's say that they all did that. What is the government's motive? What is always the government's motive, Bob? Show me the money. Show me the You got it. Show me the money. If you charge, and there'd be a fee. They'll all have to pay a fee to get this license that permits them to drive, although it's not valid for federal government uh, identification. They pay a fee. Let's say the fee is twenty dollars. I don't know what the fee would be. Let's say the fee is twenty dollars. Given that many, the four hundred and eighty house, that's over twelve 
million dollars a year. Yeah, that's crazy. It's over $12 million a year going into the Treasury that the members of the government can use to buy votes, which is what the Treasury essentially uh, supports. Got it. So anyway, these things going on. I, again, the other thing the governor is involved in, I cut the governor a little slack in this. This is the lawsuit by the, uh, the, the lady, the, the young woman. Katie Brennan. Who was, by all indications, the high probability she's telling the truth, mm. and that uh, she was raped by a campaign worker who later got appointed to a post by the governor. I'll try to make a short of this. Uh, and maybe next we get into it a little more. My understanding. Now, my understanding of this is now the governor is is on the list. She's suing. Right. And there's a list of people. I have the list here of the people who are included in the uh, in the lawsuit. And in addition to uh, the governor and his office, Attorney General uh, Grewal, Chief of Staff Peter Camaro, Chief Counsel Matt Platkin, Deputy Chief Counsel Parmig Garg, Chief Ethics Officer Heather Taylor, Deputy Chief of Staff Justin Braz, Jonathan Beacon, uh, who was a transition counsel, Rajiv Parikh, uh, a transition counsel, Everybody but Uncle Floyd and the Fort Dix marching band, I think, is, is somehow in on that. Why? Here's another thing. I, I make an aside. What is this business with the chief ethics officer? These people are that high in government, and they do not have any concept of what the going ethics are? That always struck me as being ridiculous. You, but you're implying that there's no ethics in government, so we have to have somebody policing it. Anyway, this this lawsuit is going against them, and the I think Bob, you stop me if I'm wrong. I, th- I think the government, uh, the governor's alleged involvement is that he might have known about this and didn't do anything in getting rid of the mm-hmm. uh, the the alleged. Be- before he knew, rapist. apparently he knew yeah. about it before. But it seems to me, I'm I'm willing to cut him a little slack on this. Now here, if you and I were engaged, if we look cross-eyed at spouses and the spouse complain mandatorily the police would come and you would go out in handcuffs. Indeed. What happened here? The lady said she was, why not? Why wasn't that done? Who was the prosecutor and who were the uh, constabulary where this took place when she talked about it? And apparently, according to the story, she tried to tell everybody under the sun and nobody would do anything. And then the alleged rapist who was appointed to not a big-time government position, but it was one of authority and, you know, had a fair income uh, as a reward for campaign help, which it happens. It's not the best way, most ethical thing in the world, but this is the way it always works. Uh, The governor, uh, he was told, not by the governor, he was told by his superior, who was under the governor, of course, maybe way under, I don't know, but he was told, uh, okay, look, uh, this thing is getting a lot of publicity. It's getting the papers and all me. You should start looking for another job. But nobody said when. Right. If somebody, if, if your employer came to you and said, uh, and said, you better start looking for a job, what would you think? I think I'd be looking for another job. And this guy didn't. He was in there for yeah. months and months and apparently had no, you know, it's, it's one of those wink, wink, nudge, yeah. nudge. Hmm. You know, uh, Eric Idle things from Monty Python, yeah. wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Double standard. Uh, but I, and, and it's very plausible to me that if all this is going on at these levels, 
if the governor heard the story on New Jersey 101.5 or saw it in the paper, and he called to one of his people and said, what is this going on? What, 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 how does this stand? And the person says, oh, don't worry about it. The prosecutor dismissed it. There's nothing to it. Then the governor goes his merry way. Right, because he's— So I'm yeah. perfectly willing to allow that the governor did not have a hand in this. I don't know that he didn't, but I think uh, we get into the dog pile on the rabbit. Uh, let's keep one dog— out of the pile here, all for Bugs Bunny. So we can figure it out. And, and yeah. until we get this thing figured out. We'll talk about it a little bit more next week. Have yourself a great, great week. Okay. Enjoyed sitting here chatting with you on a rainy day. <laughs> what else? Thanks for listening to the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Still cooking, and it's bigger than ever. From NJ1015.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.